Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine. Aloha, pumpkin. Aloha, sunshine. Very good. Aloha, starshine. <laughs> aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners. We've been drinking. <laughs> aloha, <laughs> listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki oh, Lounge. I tried to be serious. I'm the sorry. Tiki the tiki bar off the rails. <laughs> that lives in your head. This is our... Road to the Reef podcast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I think that sunshine looks like King Kamehameha right now. We yeah. made it. Don't, don't give him a the big head. The Road to the Reef. The ladies and I practiced somewhat proper social distancing. We were hopped, in separate cars. Hopped in multiple yes. cars. I mean, the girls were together, but. Yes. Headed down to the reef at the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs. Busted through the door and Beautiful then called day. Rory and said, can you join us yes. since we're here making drinks in and your three, bar? three Beautiful of us are technically day. working. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am working right now. And yes, so am I. And would you believe Rory said, I'll be right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't unlocked. Yep. He wasn't already in here. No. 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 At least the bathrooms were open so everyone yes. had to Thank go. Yes. I would have died. I would have been in their, the pool peeing. So ladies... Yes. The listeners always like to know that we're enjoying a cocktail or two. We have uh, enjoyed. I don't even know what this is. So, so I literally went behind. It's good. I went behind the bar at the reef. Yes. And I just started taking the caps off of the booze that was open. Yep. We brought our dust dust off, right? Blow it. Blow the dust off. Blow it off. And we then we just laid our heads on the bar, opened and our mouths, and poured <laughs> in. We brought our own mixers because we heard those were not in in good supply. We heard uh, a rumor, yes. right? A rumor that there was I no heard juice. A rumor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and here we are, and now we're they on round two. The air heart. is on. They the say ice you is no chill. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Perhaps, now, perhaps a third drink is in order. <laughs> Listeners, this is one of those episodes where since all the ladies are in the lounge, I am going to do you all a favor and after our introduction (laughs) It'll be like we were never on the show. I will I will provide more distance for you and and that out. He's gonna social distance. My favorite shows are when all of us are on the show. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's a big old sunshine doesn't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know that I know that at least two of us can lament the fact that this is probably the only time Starshine and I have ever been to the Palm Springs before when we aren't also going to the casino. I know I'm very sad, I and know. I know it, we I know there's one casino them. opening soon, so hopefully yeah, we'll be able. We're to, getting there. We're hopefully getting there. I can con you into going. Are you okay? I know we drove by the casino. No, I'm not okay. Shaking? I had heart palpitations when well, we drove by. Yeah. Did I you can have dr- convulsions? Yeah. I can drive right yeah. by Morongo and give it the bird. Right. Oh, I what about I, the agua? But you drove by, oh. Oh, agua, I like I would like that to be open, but it's not. But we drove by spa. Which yeah. I like also. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I, hopefully, was my favorite. Hopefully the casinos will be back with us soon. But we're here now in the reef. The Exotica is playing. The cocktails yes. are flowing. And we're recording episode 332 or 42 or I whatever. We were in the 400s. I don't know who's driving home. Oh, yeah, 400. We're in the 30. 400s. My we're God, the, oh I don't, my don't know. God, Jesus, it old. seems like we're in the thousands. Did you mislabel that? I thought we were in the 400s. I think it's we 432. I don't know. Doesn't it seem we like. Came here come on, Pumpkin. It seems like a thousand. The last time we broadcast from here was episode 400. That's true. Yes. Oh. And Pumpkin was here for that. I yes. And I had on a Zen Tiki Lounge And no underwear. Shirt, now yes. available in the Zen Tiki Lounge <laughs> shop. <laughs> on sale. Are you still having a sale? Yes. He had a Zen Tiki Lounge shirt and no underwear on. <laughs> 
I don't have underwear on right now. <laughs> oh, do you Look not? At me nice. I'm gonna go feel Kaylani up Good pretty soon. Good job, pumpkin. Synergizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so show me, show me your ass, Kaylani. Oh, I got. <laughs> I got so on. On, on our road to the reef podcast, yes, Bob we're, yes. we're of course, we're yes, just Papa excited. <laughs> we're excited for the hijinks and shenanigans that of will course. ensue while we're here. I was just here. so excited to get out of the fucking while house that I can't even tell you. Yes. Yeah. I, yes, put, I put shoes on Yes, we're, we're following the not six foot rule, but the six inch rule right now. Yes. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Some of us, some of us, some of us practice a different number yes. of inches between us I, based I've on. I've always been really bad at that kind of spatial distance. Yeah, I have a hard time with. I spatial think you're six feet apart, but no. Yeah, I think it looks good. We're well, not touching. Why not? I'm excited to say yeah. that uh, Rory, proprietor of this establishment, yes. is going to join us behind this, the microphone a little bit later. Awesome. Fine establishment. I might this ask him oasis some oasis in the hell of quarantine. I know. I might ask him some things about the postponed event that we would have just been at this previous mm-hmm. weekend. That keeps popping uh-huh. up on my feed to remind us that. Yes. yes. Yeah. They'd still be cleaning up after. Yes. That. I'd but, still be getting stickiness. But off bottom me. line, I do believe uh-huh. this is the furthest any of us have been from home in two months, right? Oh my gosh! Yes. Since March. Yeah, I went yes. to Hawaii. That's where yeah. I went. Ooh. And she sat in a 14-day quarantine. Yes, Ooh. yes. It was Ladies, I, I couldn't be happier that you were able to join and come on out here to the reef. We're working. The road trip The road about. trip was lovely. I hope the trip home is just as memorable. I was oh, actually yes. not and even upset be to be in, in that little patch of traffic, you know? But we're gonna we're yeah, gonna take a quick pause that. because like yeah. like they said he wants to kick us out. Kaylani yeah. is actually working and has to go call yes. the children. He's done with us <laughs> the children, yes. No children, I don't know what you're talking and about. And we'll be right yes. back here in the Zantiki Lounge at the reef. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that this is the moment that you all wait for. Mostly because you ain't got stuff going on right now. I'm here with Rory Snyder at the Reef Palm Springs. Rory, how the hell you doing? You know, first of all, when I got this, the call from security that the alarm went off. <laughs> Sorry and, about that. And I had to show up because the Zantiki Lounge broke into the place. I was a little shocked, dumbfounded. So, uh, Rory, uh, the Reef has been closed for two months now? Yeah, about 70 days. So just like everybody else, you as a proprietor are having to deal with the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. No, this is the real world where um, mathematics, you realize, is it worth opening even if they give you the right to reopen at this point? Right. Or do you sit and you wait it out? So um, all of us in our community uh, always wish that we could sit on an abandoned island and drink some cocktails with loved ones around us. And uh, I'm enjoying the utopia that exists today until we go back to the standard utopia of having my favorite employees around me, my favorite friends around me, and having a bigger circle of Ohana. Well, I've never been to the reef with only half a dozen people before. Do you like it? <laughs> I do. I, I do <laughs> like it, actually. It, it's quite nice. I love that you were able to get the air conditioning on for us. You put the Exotica on, and, uh, well, and then the, the booze was just left out. No, uh, well, you saw you had to go out in the pool area. It's yeah. amazing because of all of us staying at home. When we were back by the pool area, the skies look clearer. They do. Um, the pool looks better since they've redone it. Um, the reef, um, when you put the lights on, you set the mood again. Um, the, the, the interesting part of coming out of pandemic is to be, we want people to feel comfortable. Everything is clean. But it's sad that we had to wipe the patina off of everything because I think people think of that as almost grime or 
factored or part of the possibility of I never really thought about sick. it. Um, so now it's like we're an antiseptic version of the reef. But <laughs> well, you know what I what I can't miss right now is the two story water slide that's been put out by the pool. <laughs> so did how how much did the hotel invest in that? Oh, that is amazing. I mean, I'm I'm guessing two hundred thousand dollars. It's I and and it's it's it looks scary honestly. Yeah. If there were water going down it, I would be I would be headfirst just I going for it. But that's that, because I've had three drinks. I was surprised that legally they could put that up there. The other thing I was absolutely surprised by is they put the second floor over the reef um, that they're doing loft living. That is amazing that people are living up there and living such a high quality life. Right. Yeah. It, it is at this point. There's only I think four units up there. And if, if I remember correctly, Leonardo DiCaprio owns one of them. Oh. Um, Trey Diggs owns another one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Jenna Jameson, I think, owns one. Is uh, she still around? I, probably not. Uh, Mel Torme, his family at least Yeah, his owns family. It. I was going to say, Mel, Mel is not doing so well yeah, these years. I, I don't think so. You know, the, velvet, the velvet fog isn't uh, looming so low. Yeah. So uh, what what have you been doing to keep busy since? By the way, I, I want to applaud you for when, when you told everybody that uh, Caliente was going to take a big pause till October. You did it a little ahead of some of the other events. You gave us really good notice, which I think everybody appreciated. That's what I saw on social media. People were saying, it's really good to know this this far ahead. Yeah. We can make other plans. We can decide to, to stay in it, come back in October, save money, or, or be there for the event. Um, so since you've made that announcement, what have you been doing? You, you, know, you as a person, as a human being. You know, um, most people think I'm really uh, lively and spry and having fun with everybody. I'm a homebody anyway, so I'm enjoying my time with my cats, my lovely girlfriend, Kari Handler, <laughs> um, taking pretty good care of ourselves. And at the same point, my mind has ideas to come up with some new concepts that I'd like to go into. And because of this uh, pandemic, with Tiki Caliente and Circa Caliente, um, part of me would like to downsize the event in the future. It's been amazing because I have the luxury as friends, much like you guys, um, talking to you on the phone, talking to John Mulder on the phone, talking to Shag on the phone, talking to John Mulder, uh, talking to Doug Horn on the phone. We've got ideas we would love to do in the future that kind of fulfill our artistic side that doesn't have to be as big and doesn't have to be as bold. And your idea for Tiki Caliente 13 with just 13 people is amazing. It's not going to be I, profitable. Right. But but picking the right 13 people to be on this island for a yeah. weekend together and put it out there live on social media is going to be amazing. I was absolutely amazed that we found 13 people ready to spend $82,000 each to make it the profit but line. But you know, you know some interesting people. Um, we're very blessed with what we've done, and this is the longest relationship I've ever had. Um, to uh, to stick with something. So it's it's amazing. Kari and I had this conversation the other day. It's amazing that after all these years, a lot of the stuff we find exciting and that we think would be interesting to the newer crowd, they probably wouldn't be interested in. There's a lot of veterans out there that came up with great history that people aren't talking about the history where they're talking about the party. Right. So a lot of the nuance that got us into the scene doesn't exist anymore. And those people didn't get the credit they deserve. Now, speaking of finding exciting, I believe I heard Kari say she still finds you exciting. 
She has low uh, low expectations. She had a drink. She had a drink before she said yeah, that. She did. But yeah, sure. but but she did she did mention that. Uh, well, I appreciate that um, you would even say the words. Maybe we should bring it back a little bit. Maybe yeah. we should go a little smaller. Because I, I've been talking with people on social media about others just hoping they can go to the next event wherever it might be, and really no thought to anything other than let's just get it back together. But you're actually thinking this is a moment to maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, after you guys did, after you guys set up the room party, the virtual room party, um, one of the things that came to mind a while ago because I had no involvement in that except showing up to party was, I would love somebody, if not somebody myself, if somebody doesn't step up, I would love to do on Zoom one-on-one interviews with John Mulder, Shag, other people, and ask real questions, not fluffy questions. And a lot I've of been putting, yeah. I've been jotting down a list of real questions. Yeah. Somebody, like, can I give you one right now? Give it to me. So, uh, those of you who have visited the Caliente Tropics in the past, maybe the reef, maybe this very bar, you've probably used the restroom because after a couple of libations, you're going to have to drain the weasel. Yes. Or the beaver. Or the beaver. I mean, you're just going to have to. And when you do that, did you notice that the the hand soap is 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 a pearly white it has a pearly white sheen to it. Rory, why is it that so many bars and restaurants and establishments use a hand soap that looks like well you know what I'm talking about? Because it's the perception of feeling clean, so you actually see it. Yes. Well, I love it. Scrub, 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 wash off. Yeah. It, the, the great thing I love yeah. if you go into the men's yeah. bathroom. Get it off me. Get it off me. <laughs> If you're in the men's bathroom and you see where you grab a towel and you throw the towel in the, the center of the sink between yeah. the two sinks, the funnel is actually in a light outlet. <laughs> they just cut the bottom yes, of it Yes, I off. did notice that. I was like, oh my God. That I, had to, I had to actually punch my paper towel down through yeah. the hole. That is a lighting socket. Really the, the back, that is a reflective light socket. That is so class with a K. Right? Yes. So, uh, so questions just like that. Those are some of the questions that I feel I could ask people in the community well you should well when i talked to shag the other day or i talked to uh, doug horn i'm noticing during this pandemic (laughs) there's not a lot of great art being produced and i asked josh i was like so why why do you think that is and a lot of this isn't an inspiring time for a lot of people there's a lot of darkness going on in the world so they're not feeling inspired to come up with something new oh i'm already thinking of new concept dark fiery volcanoes and (laughs) And virgins being tossed into them, and you, I, I'm. Yeah. Well, okay, Starshine. Yes, honey. Don't bring up the husband's issues he with me. He showed me pictures. It's true. I I keep committing at home to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, or I'm going to create this piece of art with this stuff it's that's left like over from a like project. A blanket on everyone, you know. Yeah. You can't it, it, really get above the. And I never finish any of the it. The weight, the weight of it. Yeah. To like create something. I well, and, and I agree. There's, a, there yeah. is, um, there's. A, we just, uh, Kari and I, to keep there's a our, peeping tom yeah. outside yeah, the window. Kari, Kari and I to keep our spirits up. To uh, as we've been working naked. out at the house, we've been watching the Kennedy Center's awards from over the past yeah. years, and it reminds me of that Springsteen song, "Darkness on the Edge of Town." There is like a darkness over all of us. It's not just the pandemic. It's just yeah. like you try to do something right and it almost gets mocked. Well, I just remember when I first shut down, like when I was first at home, I'm like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And you just don't do it. You know, yeah. it's like there's something like a weight there that ah. stops you from, you know, doing ah. that. Yeah. Well, for some people, their their battery gets charged by being social. Yeah. Other yeah. people gets charged by... Being, being in, the, in, the, in their own head, 
in my, my, my battery has charged being in my own head, but now it's been long enough that like the yeah. battery's sitting on full throttle and it's it's yeah. got ideas that need to go on. My there. battery is charged by rum and <laughs> and an ample electrical Vapor, socket. Both yeah. both both of and those things. Yeah. Apparently the hand soap. Pearly bathroom. white hand soap. Yeah. Yes. With just yeah. the tip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rory. Soaking. Um, <laughs> You you have uh, you've shifted our favorite event to October, and so that means that instead of getting Caliente and whatever the are we calling it circa? Are we calling it Tiki Caliente point five? Are we? Wh- this will be Tiki Caliente twelve. There is no okay. There right. is no side note. Uh, so circa's retired for the year. For the year. Okay. For don't the stress, year. Don't stress people out. Uh, until you bring it back as Circus Maximus next year. There. You know what? There is several ideas in the making. It depends on what fulfills my artistic side. They said Shag and I have been talking. Maybe it'll be Mod Palm Springs. But I whoever, love, I love who, whoever is yeah. on the list will get their rooms and wristbands first. And I can wear my grandmother's old Excellent. Excellent. So I do expect to be there. Um, so we did a Zoom room crawl. And previously, of course, we've done live room parties. You're hopping around the hotel. Um, I'm going to say that one of the fun things about doing it via Zoom was that people from all over the country who can't normally make it to Palm Springs for the event got to dial in and have a little taste. Um, then of course the real thing when you're here in person is, is you're literally leaning on people and, and wondering if you can literally make it to the next room. Uh, what did, what did you enjoy about the Zoom you know, the, I was impressed. There's there a, there a bunch. Of, like the, the main thing I liked about it was, first of all, you could tell on Zoom when you saw the couples how pleasant it was for some people to be trapped in a house with somebody they loved. <laughs> for those particular people, they're very blessed to have the lifestyle they have. And the other people, you could tell there's certain people that want to reach out and be social again. And at some point with all of us, events are great. Um, bars are great, but you should build your uh, utopia in your own home or your own apartment. And when you see with these people, some people built their own escapism in their own house. And that's I, I think that's why I enjoyed the most. I really appreciated that uh, if several people had prepared some not virtual backgrounds, but real backgrounds yeah. or brought us into their home tiki bars or just their little corner, that dimly little little place that they enjoy or their breakfast nook or wherever it was. And we really got to see inside people's homes and they still put on some of their great dresses and costumes and headwear. Okay, this is just a shout out to Miss Swizzlestick. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. She changed she, like 20 times. <laughs> she must have had, yes, like two dozen costumes she that favorite. she put on. And she challenged me in, in the, the Zen Tiki Lounge, my home bar. I kept running into the garage and pulling out old room party props yeah. and then trying to turn them into something and jazzercise with them so that I could one-up her. And didn't. I didn't. She, didn't. she was amazing. Yeah, she had 20 wigs. It was, it was, you know, it, the, 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 the one thing I noticed with room parties here in real time, actually parting versus the virtual world was some people want to be wallflowers and some people want to participate. And I love that we got thrown into a room party where one guy wants to show us his magic trick and the other one's <laughs> yes. telling us one-liners and the other one looks like from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was fun. It's, it's great to watch because for some people, being an avatar is more comforting to them. And being, it is, and there yeah. were several people who literally just watched. Yeah, they said nothing the yeah, whole time. And more power to them, because uh, sometimes they, I'm fascinated. I watch our community. Yeah. that's how you gauge it. But I love the people that were able to kind of step up and participate. 
and um, make the sum of the parts bigger than they actually were. It was a great concept. It went better than I expected. Um, and I, I learned Zoom from it. So it was, um, <laughs> it, uh, thank so, you for doing it. Well, so two things. So I want to give a big shout out to the ladies who really got the Zoom crawl going. So I'm talking about uh, Melissa Ralston, Christine Loney, uh, let's see, uh, Brigitte Crawford, and Linda Noel. They A big hand. Yeah. They... Um, they, they did send out a group message that, for whatever reason, Facebook decided not to show me. Well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Zero. They, they, I got it. And I was just like, I didn't know how to respond to it because like, so, I was zero involved. So they were talking <laughs> They were talking for a good 10 to 14 days before I finally replied and was like, oh, hey, sorry, I'd love to be involved. What's going on? Um, and then they brought me up to speed. And so we used the, uh, the Caliente crawl page as a way to just really tell as many people as possible. But those ladies really worked on a lot of the technical stuff because it, it wasn't easy to get um, a couple hundred people together via Zoom and to have several different rooms because of just the, the number of people you can have per room. Um, and there was really good feedback for the most part about people being forced into the breakout rooms oh, and, then, and then every 10 minutes having to mingle with different people. Yeah. Uh, many people saying like, I just started getting into a good conversation yeah. and then I had to go back into the big room again yeah. and start all over. Yeah. But fun. just like you would I, at a room party. I think that was better. I, yeah. think, I, I think yeah. it was more authentic to yeah. what a room party is. Yeah, because you're only really talking to somebody for a minute or two yeah. in a room party before you're like... And you're forced to... Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Until you're pushed out into the street yeah, and you exactly. fall down. Did you mention our yes. celebrity guests here here at the Zentee Lounge? I wanted to put him on the spot later. Oh, put him on the spot later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. They need to be... Including high. the car I mean, handler. <laughs> the he's, are, he's already got three cocktails. Let's see what happens with four. <laughs> I only have two. I know. He's well. He's he known. He's known to enjoy his cocktails. Yeah. Well, we, we need a third. You oh, will. You will get a third. Bitch. I promise. Third. Um, Rory. Um, now let's get real for just a moment. Here in Palm Springs, with the economy essentially shut down and potentially starting to reopen this weekend, it's starting to sound like. Slowly, yeah. It sounds like yeah. there are yeah. some stores and retailers who have signed some sort of pact with, I don't know if it's the devil or whoever it is, but um, some slow reopening and some uh, to-go options and things like yeah. that. Um, how far do you think the reef is? I don't have a clue. Um, right now we have. I hate when you're yeah, honest. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right now we have our wonderful Juan, you know, my chef, who's back and he's guaranteed to be back when we reopen in the kitchen, um, cleaning and setting stuff up. Uh, the the rumor is from a couple days to a couple weeks um, that Better we could possibly do to go and 25% occupancy. Mm. If you get me to the point I could do 25% occupancy and to go. I can make it worthwhile to open. But you need both. Not, I need both. Not just one or the other. You know, the, the, the great thing is, like, Kari and I ate food the other day from Giuseppe's. Giuseppe's is known for to-go food. The reef, that's never been my focal point. So when the economy shut down, no one knows to order from the reef to-go. And to order to go from the reef only and have a chef on grounds and a server, it might not be cost-effective. It might be better just to bite the bullet and stay closed. Mm -hmm. But if you give me 25% occupancy... We've been blessed with the Tiki community and the locals that they want to come and buy merch and support us. And I haven't I asked for them to support us, but when we're open, 
Yeah, I would do the fish and chips to go for one reason. Well, two yeah. reasons. Yeah. One, they're quite tasty. What could be the second two, reason? they're scalding hot when they come out. So by the time I get home, they're still hot. Yeah. Well, like they only. Juan has ideas because Juan Juan makes great uh, tacos and Juan makes great burritos, but also the burgers. As long as we leave the buns to the side, um, and you kind of can you really your own. put the buns to the side? You can. So I, I just spread them right yeah. apart. Open just, space. And then we do well, pre-made drinks that, to go home. Uh, I, I think yeah, we could so. do it. But uh, ultimately, <laughs> when you're talking about the economy today, uh, the people who are closing down, it's not going to be the, the 80 days right now that m- the majority of people are closing. When we reopen, if it stays at 25 to 50% occupancy, or we have to reclose and all that inventory in the house rots, mm-hmm. those are when you see businesses close down. Yeah. So if you tell us to open, we open, and then you reclose us, that's there's a huge problem. cost to that. That's shenanigans. Yeah, that's shenanigans. Let's get it right the first time. I, I Thank you. I think that's what most proprietors are hoping for. That we're hoping for, we understand. I'm trying to be flexible with the situation. We know this is unprecedented, which is a common phrase these days. Yes. but As um, long as you don't say the new normal. Oh, it's not, yeah. Um, but um, we will do what we can to keep our customers and our employees safe but at some point we have to reopen and be able to be social well you're a very social person when you're here at the reef and 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 at home again like you said you like to be you like to stay at home you're a stay inside kind of person and i didn't believe that of rory when i first met him but um i i i, I do believe that now because there I, th- I feel like there are days at a time like you've said where you, you've not left the house you don't even make a phone call you're just, you're just like, you're, you're exercising, you're eating clean, you're yeah. taking advantage of this time, and, no, you're happy, and you're happy with that. I said we're all blessed. I mean, if you're really into what we're symbolizing as a community, um, what we symbolize as a community is to be a beachcomber, beachcomber lifestyle, to sit at home with my, uh, my wonderful girlfriend, my cats, in a house that I love with art that I spent years uh, collecting and furnishings that I've spent years collecting. This is a dream. This is wonderful. So another hard-hitting question. Let's talk about the cats. So Roka is the new cat. Correct. Rory slash Kari. That's the name. Oh, I, I did not. K-A. I did not. Kari. You heard it here on the Zen Tiki Lounge yeah. podcast. I mean, who would have thought that they were that creative? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's amazing. You must have thought for weeks. No, that's Kari's that thing. <laughs> this is uh, mainly Kari's uh, endeavor that I participated in. So, uh, so you have two cats at home, and sometimes Rory's not there with you. No, Kari. Kari's You're Rory. Yeah. You're Rory. Uh, so when it's just you and the cats, what really happens? I wake up in the morning, pour my coffee, I open the slider, let them play in the yard, the baby jumps the fence or the, the concrete wall, <gasps> goes on the other side, and I sit out there with them, make sure cars don't run them over, get them in the house, watch the stock market, work out in the house, read a book, Take a midday nap and watch TV and probably go to bed. By Ladies and gentlemen, the life of a Palm Springs celebrity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What more could a person want? You know, it's. I've read 14 books since our uh, high you, school. You forgot about the nude tanning. Oh, we do our naked tanning. Yes. There you go. I put on an album in the bedroom and we slide the window open up so we could hear it in the yard. And we do half an album. So one side. You know, if it's three to, it's usually five to six songs. So half the songs on your stomach, half the songs on your back. 
and I'm doing <laughs> and I'm doing lemon juice in my hair to lighten up to get to your style. So well, you're gonna it's gonna take you it's a while gonna, it's to get take quite yeah. A while. Uh, so yeah. I uh, true story. I actually have a chemical burn on this side of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was like, what is this? I, I feel like I have hair gel. No, it's pus. See, I was more worried. See, <laughs> oh you were lucky enough to be able to get me with my hair. I don't screw with it too much because it just might not come back. <laughs> I, I really, I'm not holding back. I've had a few cocktails. Now, um, I think it's time to put somebody on the spot. And I think, I think it's Kari. Kari Handler. Kari, would you please come on over? If you could, uh, no, 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 Rory, you stay there. Kari, you're over here. They're on, they're on dueling microphones, and they are six feet apart. Kari Hendler, I, I, I just have to ask you. You have had so much more time to spend with Rory Snyder, and that could be a blessing and a curse. I have to ask you, what new and wonderful things have you learned about that man? Well, there was so much that I already knew about him because we've been friends for such a long time, even before we started to see each other romantically. You're aware about so, the mole. That... <laughs> oh, and the rash. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the thing that I've learned from about him was really when this pandemic started and we had to shut down the reef on March 17th. And the thing it's, that... The reef is closed? <laughs> I hardly noticed. Apparently hardly not noticed. today. <laughs> But the thing that really struck me was here was this pandemic situation where he suddenly had to close his beloved reef and he, there was no drama, there was no panic, there was no, the sky is falling. It was, he, he's already, I already knew him to be a great businessman, but the thing was that there was no unnecessary drama about it. It was just matter of fact, how did, and he hasn't panicked, he hasn't been up, he hasn't been concerned about the whole time. I mean, he's been concerned, but I mean, there was no, um, there's this, this phrase that I sometimes use, which is, do you have a problem in life? And if the answer is yes, is there anything you can do about it? Then why worry? You know, yeah. do you have a problem in life? I, I have no. a hard time knowing that I have a problem and knowing I can't do anything <laughs> about it and then just getting over that. I have a hard time with that. Yes. But here he was in this situation, everybody, you know, Everybody else around us is panicking and freaking out, and he's been so incredibly calm. So I already knew he was a great businessman, but to see him handle a global pandemic situation with such professionalism and such, like, already kind of had his plan in mind. Okay, this is how, if this is what happens, we're going to do this. If this is what happens, we're going to do this. This was, and I've just been so, ad, just have so much admiration for how he's, he's dealt with this whole situation from a business standpoint. Well, it's a super nice thing of you to say mm -hmm. of, of Rory, but I'll, I'll let you in on something I noticed. So I was looking at some old uh, Spanish flu photos, mm -hmm. some 1918 photos, and there was a gentleman in one of the pictures there uh, standing in front of Macy's in New York, of all mm -hmm. places. And I swear it was Rory. I think he may be a time traveler, and I think he's been <laughs> through a pandemic before. And somehow, so he's either a vampire? Yeah. Or some type of alien? I don't know. I would go with alien. Alien, I've yeah. known him long enough that I would say alien is a really good possibility. Not much of a bloodsucker? No. Okay. Well, you would you would know. <laughs> I would know. So no, I think he's been through a pandemic before, and he has things to teach us. But I agree with you that um, even through social media, we're just chatting and texting, and he he literally was like, "Calm down." Yeah. You yeah. know, because I have worries. 
Yeah. I don't know what my place of employment's going to look like when I return, right? Yeah, me uh, me either. I have no idea what the sound stage was, is going to be And like. he was like, but it'll be there. Mm-hmm. And it'll be what it is. Yeah. The Reef will be back. Caliente, Tiki Caliente will be back. Circa Caliente will be back. Everything will be back as long as we stay calm and do make smart choices. And he's made some really, really smart ones. But, yeah, I love, I love the... One of the things I, I I love about Rory is his lack of unnecessary drama in all things, relationships, business, everything. He just handles it. He just has an ability to just not care about yeah. it. <laughs> just not give a... Yeah, no. And I think you and I are a little bit more... We get a little more drawn in. You know, we do because I think we also... I mean, like I said, I think it's where you work. You work in a very, very social setting. I mean, yes. you're... you're your normal day job. Do people know what your normal day job is? Most do not, but I'm surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands of people every day. Right. And my job too. I'm surrounded by at least 125 people on a soundstage doing a television show. And it's the same thing. We, so there's a lot of, you know, we have a lot of people around us and a lot of people who are, 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 oh my God, what am I going to do now? Or they're very much in your face and things like this. And so, you know, like I said, it's, it's, um, I think maybe also we, we, Maybe we feel things differently. I'm not sure. But like I said, Rory's always been extraordinarily practical. Well, I think you and I are a little more A personality. Mm-hmm. And People pleasers? Yes. Yes. And well, we're both... Yeah, I'm a Disney Rory's a, cast member, he's a little, He's a little more D personality. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know what that means psychologically, but I'm sure you all understand. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> You know what? I, this, I have to share a Southern California. I'm a Southern California native, and I've never been to Del Taco. Sorry. I know. I know. I grew up with like like uh, kind of hippie. Not hippies. They were my parents weren't hippies. They were they were more bohemian, very healthy food things. And I grew up in in Malibu in the 1970s, where there were no fast food places until I think I was 13, and then a Kentucky Fried Chicken opened up or something. <laughs> so I didn't grow up with a lot of fast food at all. So for me, it was all very exotic and foreign. So I have yet to try Del Taco. But now, based on your glowing recommendation, I may have to cave and go. You have to try two things. All right. Their crinkle fries are amazing. Okay. So you have to try the fries. All right. And then I recommend that you do try the grilled chicken taco. All right. Because the, the, the taco taco, it's similar to other fast food tacos. Okay. But the grilled chicken taco is unique to Del Taco. Okay. I, it's I delicious. Trust, I trust your judgment. And when, uh, when I have worked out sufficiently, when Rory and I have done a double workout at home, at a home gym, uh, I will treat myself to that. Although he will probably eat most of it. If you don't, that's, so that's another thing you learn about Rory Snyder is that, that if there's anything on your plate, if you don't eat it fast enough, he will. I have not had him, <laughs> I've not had him steal from my plate yet. Oh, yeah. But, but actually, <laughs> through, the, uh, through the light right now, I am noticing that he's been lightening his hair. <laughs> I, I, I can see that now. He mentioned it earlier. Kari, thank you so much well, for you. the insight into the world that you are a part of. <laughs> very much a part of. And delighted we're, to be so. We're going to take another quick pause here in the Zen Tiki Lounge at the Reef. Uh, I don't need to freshen another cocktail because I'm five sheets in at this point. <laughs> but we'll be right back with more. 
That was really nice. Now, Rory, same question for you. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. What oh, have no. you learned about no, Kari? No, no, no. In these very special times that we're living in now. No, this is be nice. You know, uh, be nice. Well, the things that I love about <laughs> Kari, and I knew it before we were even living together in this world, is um, she's empathetic, sympathetic, and um, I watch her. She thinks everyone is salvageable. And I don't see it in people. <laughs> I, I don't either. I, don't, I, I think I don't. we get to a certain point that Kari sees something, and I, I see something stupid, and she's like, "Well, this is why they think this." And I'm like, "Kari, just let them go. <laughs> just you know, we need to let them go at this point." So I, I love that Kari sees the better of most people, and she's I, more optimistic than she, you. Well, are. I always thought I, I, I think I'm optimistic. I just realized at some point. Where even with the events where I, I talk about bringing them, making them smaller, at some point there's people who are trying to fight what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And why would I want them on the boat that is the event? Just okay, if they want to fight the tide, go go to that event. I'm not gonna fight. Thing. I'm not gonna fight as long as I'm still on the boat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I love her um, her empath empathy and people thinking the best of them. Where at some point, um, I think the new norm has been. Like with Facebook and other social media, I'm eliminating more and more people. I don't need. I to think hear. a lot of us are doing yeah, that. I just don't yeah. see the. I don't see the worthwhile of hearing stupid or hearing nonsense. Where Kari tries to see past the nonsense, thinking, "Well, here's what they really mean." I, I respect that. I, Kari. I I don't think everybody is salvageable. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> Believe uh, their points. Are, yeah, but I try and give people the benefit of a doubt. It's usually three strikes, then you're out. And then it's that's usually the way I've played it. That's very fair. Now I'm going to ask a question to separate the two of you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm not. I'm not. No, that was that was very. Our relationship was, was ruined. On it's ruined. That was very sincere. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here on the Zentiki Lounge. Rory and Kari are no more. Like, <laughs> be careful. Be careful what you ask. Um, well, uh, so. Uh, again, uh, I want to, I really, Rory, thank you again for inviting us here on the reef. We've got a few more things to chat about yeah. here, but uh, I think I need to go back behind your bar and make use of your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your, your thinking on that one. Oh, no, really don't mention it. We, we, we brought Del Taco, broke into the place, and then the booze was open. So I don't know how much more <laughs> we could ask for. turned on the music yeah. and the lights. I got to like, stick around yes. for another hour because the guy's coming to rekey the locks. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. So we, were, we were just home enjoying ourselves, and suddenly the video camera alarm went off, and it was... <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Well, we'll be right back here in the Zantiki Lounge at the Reef. My goodness, ladies and gentlemen, you're just going to be pleased as punch to know that in front of me right now is Sir Ronald Oliver Knight. Of Sealand. That's correct. Thank you very much for acknowledging my knighthood. Mm. Well, you know, I could hardly notice it from here. <laughs> well, I wear loose plant pants. Oh, plants. there it is. There it is. Oh, <laughs> good night, now folks. I, yes. Now I see it. Hello. Mm. Uh, you know, let's just let's just put all do put it. everything aside. Just do it. And uh, you know, so folks who've already heard your name, they they know something about you. But I would. I want to. I want to ask you, Mr. Oliver. Mm. When you tell others what you do for a living, mm. and you do it quite well, you've been doing it for a while. Very kind. Your Thank name you. is out there. People know Thank you. you. Thank you. What do you tell people 
that your profession is? What do you do? I write and direct movies that make people feel good. And they do. They, they do make people feel good. I try very hard. You know, we, we, we make uh, uh, our movies. I make movies at, at uh, Netflix and Universal and Hallmark. And Hallmark really is the, is the branding right now. Uh, I make a lot of Christmas pictures at Hallmark. And, and, uh, my father thanks you. Uh, thank you very much for my that. Sister, my sister oh. as well. Send my love to them because I get to make pictures that make people feel uh, good. But I should say something before we proceed. Um, a long time ago, a couple of years ago, you did a podcast in honor of our dog, Crawford T. Manchester. Oh, Remember? Yes, yes, I do. And you did this and you did Crawford's cocktail and a whole thing about Crawford. And Crawford was a very important part of our lives because he was obviously our dog and, and we had him for 10 years. And adorable as hell. Adorable as hell. But, but you did a thing, and you, you acknowledged him, and you made a memory of him that stays with us to this day. And he was, uh, you know, a great thing. He was in our movies and so forth. So, so you did a good thing, and, and I thank you for that. Never got a chance to thank you. So. Well, thank you for, I mean, just bringing that up, because I, you know, it also makes me think about how I never really thought that I would hold my, my fur babies in a place where I do now. So the husband and I have both, uh, we have whiskey at home. She's mm -hmm. our Chihuahua Pomeranian. Mm -hmm. And we have Mai Tai. He's our tabby mix. Um, and I, you know, they wake up with us every morning. They beg for treats. They want what they want. They're there when we need them. Um, and I really would have never thought that they hold a place in our lives that they do. So I can only imagine what it's like to lose one. Yeah. But but for me, but for me to just be able to be a part of that for a moment, I you know. And 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 as you were, and and Crawford was an entryway to allow our new puppies, uh, Bixby and Roswell, to become part of our lives. But Crawford was the the doorway into that, and you were part of that. So I thank Aww. you for that. I remember I to this day remember I was in a taxi cab riding from the studio back to the hotel in Vancouver in a horrible, cold, rainy night. And I popped on the podcast because I was traveling. And I thought, I wonder what that... And there it was. And so thank you very much. And, and, and Nelson Wong, known as Kenny Kwan, of course, yes. to many, um, uh, also was part of that because we were sitting in the car. And I said, you have to hear this because they did a thing. So that's a thing. So thank you. I, well, and I, just truth be told, I follow Nelson on Instagram because he's quite easy on the eye. He's vulgar and horrible and filthy. <laughs> mm. I don't mind Nelson at all. Mm. I don't. Mm. Uh, so um, what are you, uh, anything coming up in the next couple of months that you can tell no. us about? Uh, in fact, I have a picture uh, called Exit Stage Death mm. coming up. It's a murder mystery. Is it mystery. dark? Well, it's as dark as we get in Hallmark. It's a it's a murder mystery on the Hallmark Channel on mysteries and movies, and um, it's part of the franchise we're doing of these things called Picture Perfect Mysteries. And I had avoided doing a franchise for a long time, and then they came to me and said, "Here's a script. Take a look and see what you think." And I thought, "Okay." I said, "Can I make it like a 1960s pastiche of like if Breakfast at Tiffany's had a murder in the middle of it?" And they said, sure, do what you want. How wonderful. So we did. And we have done uh, three of them now. And they've turned out fabulously. It's like the Pink Panther style. It's, it's been very, very fun. So we've been very lucky with Which, So you mentioned the Pink Panther, and I'll just I'll tell folks, uh, there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who really don't have that much experience with some of the greatest, greatest flicks of the 50s and 60s. Oh, wow. And, and you mentioned the Pink Panther, for example, and mm. that is a great example of genre 
film that I really always tell people, you really want to get to know that. Because from a, from a perspective of just looking at it visually and, and just believing like this was a time, it was a place, and I'm there, it just it makes you feel good. Yep. And like there's hope for the future, and there's humor, and there's a little bit of slapstick, and there's, and, and there's, but there's an actual story. Well, it's and, true. And, and you know, uh, Blake Edwards, who directed The Pink Panther, um, he, uh, he was of that moment, of that era in time. And there were, you're right, hopeful is the exact word, because there was a time in the, in the mid-century, in the 60s, when a lot of these films were made that made you feel like we could go to the moon and we could do things. And we had a moment in our history, in this country certainly, and, and around the world people listening, that, that's, that you understood by coming together and rising up, we could make something wonderful in our lives. And the Panther movies, uh, The Party, Oh God! Which you the know, el- you know, the I, elephant. Please. I mean, uh, it's just yeah. you and I share a love for that movie. So there's good. So there's good. a scene in that picture. Uh, I mean, there's there Bernie, can't be too many bubbles in the pool. No, there's Bertie <laughs> Num Num, and there's a scene in that in that movie where where Peter Sellers stands there and the toilet paper roll unfolds, and it's just it's perfection. <laughs> and if, for the folks listening, if you've not seen The Party, it's a film to be seen. There's also Charade. Cary Grant yes. and, and Audrey Hepburn. It's not a great script, but it's a terrific film. You know, it's beautifully done. And, and there are films like that of that era. So we tried to do that with these movies and to go, let's go back and, and, and have a, um, a aesthetic. And, and what had happened was I, I took my production designer and our production team and showed them uh, Saul Bass, the Saul Bass style of, of graphics, who did, Saul Bass did um, Psycho, and he did um, Thank you for Vertigo. cluing me in, because I wasn't following that one. Okay, no, but Saul Bass was a production designer and designed titles, and the look of our movies, our picture for mystery movies, was based on Saul Bass's work. And it was just this very sort of, again, Vertigo, Psycho, um, North by Northwest, Charade. He Ooh. had a style about it of that mid-century style and that's an aesthetic that actually uh, resonates to, to this day i and i and i think it's timeless yeah and, agreed yep um but then there are also people who don't get it and i think i think that's just it's not a choice but some you know for some people it's timeless so this is where i put my husband on the spot he's, he's not going to speak here on the podcast but he has no interest in any of those things i do force him to watch these movies and and he's like he gets it a little bit right. He's like okay, it's funny, it feels good. It these these farce and romp movies, you know. He 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 enjoys them to an extent, but not to the point where I just have all these flashbacks of an earlier part of my life where my parents might have been watching them in the background, or my grandparents, or I can just I can watch these films and just feel good. But like also, you can just throw right. everything out the yeah. window. You're right. And it's also, um, if I say Buggy Whip, for example, there's a restaurant in Los Angeles on the way to the airport called the Buggy Whip. Uh, Miss Kari knows it. Um, there are places that, that um, of the aesthetic of this. And I think it's, it's not so much, you don't need to know these films, but, but the aesthetic of it has traveled down to where we are. Like, it's like this scene in um, The Devil Wears Prada. 
where they talk about the cerulean blue. Oh, and, Lord. <laughs> right, okay. And you go, okay. So the Now that one the husband the, resonates with. See? Yes. But that, the, the cultural pinpoints, and they travel down to us now. So even if you don't know who Saul Bass is, you're going to know it when you look at the aesthetic of this style and you look at a graphic like um, the Chase Bank graphic, for example. That's Saul Bass. Those graphics, this is a guy who understood how to make something work and resonate to us all. And it worked in the films and it works now to our culture. And it's, we're, we are not um, an island. We think we are. It's 2020 and we think that we're like this. Well, no, these like, things resonate all over the world. Exactly. I mean, people all over the world, whether it be, be Spain, Nigeria, it doesn't matter. They've seen these things mm -hmm. and they have certain thoughts and memories that, that are very similar to ours, regardless of race, religion, all of that. Agreed. Um, and, and I believe they're yeah. probably very positive, happy thoughts for the most part. Um, yeah, they cross all, all, love, all groups of people. I love what you're saying about the positive, happy thoughts because the movies of the 60s were films that, that again, that hopeful era. Like we went to the, again, I repeat this again, but we went to the moon. You know, yes. a hopeful era of stuff and of design. So we tried to make that with the aesthetic of these films. And it's funny because talking about the Hallmark movies, um, so much of it are, is about that era and it is about that moment in time when we, we could do great things. And we made positive images and uplifting, hopeful stuff. Because I think, and I really believe this, that, that we as people, we, we bring to the world what we are. Like we, if we say to ourselves, I'm gonna do a positive good thing, that resonates with the world. And, and you can, it just goes out there. And there's no reason, like negativity does not give us anything. And there's a no, cynicism. No, it, it, really, it, it really doesn't. It doesn't. And there's a cynicism to, to a lot of culture in the last, say, 20 years. There's been a cynicism to it that doesn't add anything to our lives. And you're a Disney person. You yes. Know, and Disney, people go, well, Disney's this and that. No, but what it did was it, it gave us something to aspire toward. It gave us hope. And we can still do that as a people. It, it is a hopeful style, to say yep. the least. Yep. And, and, it, and it really, you know, as time goes on, reaches out to everyone and, and is more and more and more inclusive every day. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, totally. I, I really, I, yeah, I couldn't, agree, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, so aside from the last 20 years, which has all been about dystopian futures, um, you go back a little bit before that, and hopefully th this now and, and coming future will hopefully be about more of the positive future that we all can look forward to. Exactly, and dystopia is easy. Dystopia is an easy We can all thing. think of worst-case scenario. Totally, <laughs> totally. And that's the thing, is that it's so easy to look at the negative side of it all. But it's, it's more important, I think, and better work and... It's, and harder, frankly, to look at the positive and to lift things up. Is it so much easier just to go, okay, uh, Mockingbird Jay? What's that 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 series of movies? Is this like, sort of like the dystopian films? And look at it and just go, we'll never get there. We're not ever going to work. And life is horrible. But the harder work and the the truer work, because you know what? It probably won't go bad. 
This is the thing. As my dear friend, the Dalai Lama, we're very close. The Dalai Lama and I have often talked about he, He's this. mentioned it. Exactly, yeah. of course. Uh, and he said, look, if everything isn't working out well in the end, it's because it's not the end. It's not the end. It's not. You know. uh, the, so for those of you, especially who are, who are in, in your teens, your 20s, your 30s, I think it's easier to think like things are very bad and they might always be bad. But as you add another decade or two on mm. to your experience, you realize that there are definitely bad, unhappy times. But then um, those that the peak happens and then you go down a giant water slide into happier times and you make what you will of what you have. And uh, I, I hope right now that we are at the peak of that water slide and we are all ready to head head first into a beautiful pool that could have who knows what in front of us. Absolutely right? agreed. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as you know, we're, you and I are both 39. <laughs> and forever. <laughs> um, and but the idea that okay, w we are the stewards of our world, and you can allow the stewards who are the negative stewards to kind of go, it's going to be horrible, and this can't work, and that can't work. But you can also say, no, I refuse to accept that, and you can you can grab onto our world and make it a better place. You're so positive, you're going to make me get teary. But it's true. You I just mean, can. No one, no one ever. After 432 episodes of this podcast, has ever made me almost teary before. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> but it's true. We can we can do this, and we can make our life better, and we can our worlds better. I'm surrounded by great people. Like I have wonderful, loving friends. And Don't forget I, to mention your husband. Well, of course, my husband, the husband over here, uh, Mr. <laughs> Eric Bowes. Um, who, but but also, but but Rory and Kari, and you guys. Don't I forget mean, Nelson Wong. Well. Ugh. The obsequious Nelson Wong, but but we can we can lift it up because we have this strength and this power to do it, and we totally can, you know. And our lives are great. Come on, our lives are great, and we can make our everybody's life better. At Just their you know. worst, our lives are great. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Because you know it's because we love what we do, and and I know that people's lives are difficult. People have challenging lives and difficult times. But if you look at it objectively and say, okay. This is bad, but I can still make it better, and I can rise up, and I can bring the people around me because you're supported. There are people around you who love you, everybody out there. Folks out there, there are people around you who love you. They do, and they will rise up, and you will all get, the, we'll get through this thing and, and more stuff, and we'll make life better. If that's not positive, I don't know what is. Now, to, now, now to really just take this to a just really just earthly level, yeah. I'm going to ask you, Ronald Oliver, mm. Knight of Sealand. Sir, Sir Ronald Sir, please. Ronald Oliver, Brian, Knight one job. of Sealand. What is your guiltiest pleasure? Oh, my guiltiest pleasure? Um, oh, God, I have so many. But I guess... The ones you can mention on an explicit <laughs> podcast. My guilty pleasure is... Um, Sitting in our living room with my husband and a couple of cocktails and listening to jazz on the radio and reading books. That's my guilty, guilty pleasure because I just, because it doesn't, I'm not helping anybody. I'm not doing anything for anybody else. I'm just, it's all us. about you. Yeah. That's the guilty pleasure is hanging out and reading and listening to music and, and doing that. And then obviously, of course, I don't have to say this, I'm sure, but 
Saturday nights, eight o'clock, me TV watching um, Svengoolie. You like so that's my guilty you pleasure. You and Rory and many others oh, yeah. are of the Svengoolie crowd, and we I have are. not yet uh, got on that wagon. Um, it's a cult. I will admit this. It's a cult, but it's also it's like. It, it's not just bad, dumb movies, which are fun to watch because God knows I've made enough of them. But it's also that that uh, the guy, Svengoolie, he talks about the film history and he talks about so like you learn something from the movies. Yes. So it's 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 a guilty pleasure, but it's a fun pleasure, too. So I, I think that is the perfect way to put a bookmark on this conversation. Because, uh, you know, it's nice to know what people really, really gravitate towards in their personal lives in addition to what they do in their, uh, their uh, business lives. So I really want to thank you for sharing that with us here on the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. You know, we, t- we tend to be really just myself and the ladies. We're in, we're in my dimly lit tiki bar. And every once in a while, we get out and we do something a little more spectacular. And I would say that this was a little more spectacular. So huge mahalo to you for joining us here on the podcast and I look forward to what you have coming and I look forward to seeing you again in the near future. My, Mahalo. oh my, oh my. my. No, not yet, Pumpkin. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we've had for like 12 mile hours mile. right now, haven't we? We have had quite a little trip on our road to the reef. Yes, yes we have. Alcohol, a lot of yes. alcohol. Laced so, with booze. Laced with booze. And, when co- we all, and cocaine. <laughs> no cocaine for me. When we you all woke cocaine, up today. No cocaina. I'm going to turn your Sin microphones coca. off. <laughs> Sunshine is bitch. Getting... You did not just mute us. <laughs> when we all woke up today, did we have any idea that we would get in various automobiles and head down the freeway and yes, end up here I woke up solely for that breaking into yeah, it was my purpose breaking into the reef yes, yes, uh-huh. setting off the security alarms yes yes he had a very yeah. making, uh-huh. very top notch security alarm making Rory and Kari head on down to see yeah. what the ruckus was yes, the turn ruckus. on the air yeah. and the ice maker yes <laughs> and yeah. thank god they turned on the put ice maker their, yeah. put all their boots what would we do without it because there's nothing worse than a warm cocktail. <laughs> no, there is not. We would not be drinking if there was a warm cocktail. No, I might at this point. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> not me. <laughs> and and we we had the opportunity. So we've all been here. You've been putting your feet in the pool. Yes. Me and your husband are talking about how to get you to Vegas, how to get you to a casino. Yes. So well, okay. So true story, real quick. So I, you know, you know, Starshine and I especially love the casino. Yes. And we found out that one of our favorite casinos was reopening just a couple of days yeah, from now. And you but will, and you will go. But I was like, no, but I really need the hotel to be open them. too, because I'm Sunshine, because Sunshine needs the opportunity to have a drunk nap inside his casino. Well, that's not happening. Yeah. But I will drive you home. But the hotel's not open yet. No. It will be in a couple days. But the no, hotel the won't be open. No, the not the hotel, hotel but the casino. So Starshine has agreed to both drive me there and home. Yes, Baby I steps. I Baby steps. Yep. I just got to say, I think that that's when you're going to see just people. I think it's going to be the fewer things that are open, the more packed they're going to be. I don't know. I don't think so. There's, there's no concert. Be... There's no hotel open. So yeah. people are going to have to drive And there. I don't, I think you're going to get a, I don't know, maybe because. So depends, later this week. It's not Vegas. Depends on they're the demographic, the I think. They not, won't do the buses. They won't have buses. They Starshine won't. and I okay, will be, we'll probably record a little bit from the casino. Just oh, for I'm our listeners. Oh, that as a oh! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. So Chuck's husband is let like, us, thank let you, us God. Ladies. Techie Tiki is like, thank you. There is a God. Praise <laughs> Jesus. I will have the house to myself. Ladies, I... <laughs> I I want to I want to say that we, are our mics on? We yes, they are. Really we've, had, a long time ago. we've had some yes. time with Rory. We've had some time yes, with Kari. We, we even had Kari. time. We even had time with Kari. I choose Kari. With Sir Ronald Oliver, Knight of Sealand. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. We I have been can honored. You, can you afford that title? Yeah. I can't. I don't think right you can. Well, actually, 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 actually I made him a trio of stiff cocktails. Oh. That's how I paid for the interview. Okay. Uh, stiff cocktails and, and, of course, the ladies of the lounge have been here with us through the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a podcast without us. It really, Would it it? really wouldn't be. So... <laughs> Who knows what the future brings? There would be no shenanigans. We're gonna get us. edited out. We'll, this yeah, will all go down the be, editing floor. On, I'm behaving be myself. Yeah, no, no, we're not. Yeah. I'm being a good girl. I better be in this podcast. So I just, no I just want to give Friday. each of you, each of you, the opportunity to say oh. one thing for oh. each listener to just like put under their pillow at night. Kaylani, you're first. Oh fuck you. <laughs> words of wisdom words of wisdom wisdom for, for the like listeners quarantine or yes words of it, wisdom? whatever whatever you like oh, okay. 10 drinks a day keeps the doctor away there oh there's there see we started you, with starshine you, pumpkins next how about you you do you yeah you do you okay so kaylani <laughs> kaylani you're last you do you okay um She's i would gonna, just be a 10 minute yeah it'll be a dissertation is that okay Keep it, keep it short. Keep when it short. I was a little girl <laughs> on the farm. It was sunset and the sky was pink and blue. And I, I thought to myself. And it reminded me. This shit sucks. <laughs> they are also drunk right yeah. now. I'm not. Well, I have to driving. drive them home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't envy you. I do not envy you. You know, it's going to be fun. Usually we're driving you home. I know. Yes. Yeah. But you're, yeah, the you're husband awful. is driving me home. This is I why he wanted say, to do extra cars. I can't. So I can't feel. I can't feel my teeth. No, I can't either. Yeah, it's nice. Kaylani, okay, words of wisdom. I would. I would just say, don't. Uh, just take it slow. Take it easy. Like, don't put pressure on yourself to like. <laughs> that is just the lamest shit ever. <laughs> Wait, what was the one about Kumbaya the joy, 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 my, down my in my heart? What was joy, the joy, 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 down in, in my heart? heart. Where? Down, down in my heart. heart to say. Now, yeah. do you know? Yo tango goes, oh, goes, oh, and me corazón. Donde? And me corazón. Donde? And me corazón. Yeah. Kumbaya in German. We've gone international. Yeah, no. Can't do it. Can't do it in German. Well, what? ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge at the Reef Palm Springs. Woo! It's closed. It's, and yeah. until it is next closed. time. Sorry, guys, you can't come in. Mahalo. Mahalo.